Hi, friend, and welcome to the Temple Care Podcast. This is a place where we take a faith-based approach to mental and physical health. I am your host, Erica Pizzo. I have a dear friend on today. She was actually on the podcast a few weeks ago, Rayanne, um, and she has a ministry and passion for people who struggle with food, body image, all kinds of things. And we thought that January would be a good time to dive into this because I know a lot of us are thinking about dieting right now. So Rayanne, thank you for coming on today. Thank you for being here. Thanks, Erica. I'm so happy to be back. It was so fun last time, and now I'm back for round two, and I'm excited to chat with you today. Yes, and I loved our previous conversation, and I just had so much amazing feedback from that, like people who have struggled with this and were really resonating with your words. And so I think today we wanted, both of us kind of wanted to get into, you've been going through a series on your YouTube channel about not starting a diet in January. And I love that because I could resonate with that so much when I saw that as one of your titles of because I was like, yes, that's me. I'm so over dieting. Like I want to do it God's way. Like, and my heart is not to go down that spiral anymore. So, um, first of all, like what led you to like start that series? Like what made you think about that and go in that direction? Yeah, for sure. Great question. So, um, coming off of December, um, December is traditionally, you know, obviously with the holidays, it's a time when we naturally have more social functions. We're around, um, you know, maybe different foods than we are normally like throughout the rest of the year, like when we're in our routine. And so I think, and so what I had done in December was I had done a series on my YouTube channel and, and kind of on my Instagram too, just about, um, kind of like the pull to sometimes overindulge um, Mm -hmm. in December, where we are so grateful to God for our family and our friends. And that's such a blessing from him to be able to celebrate his birth with all of these different events. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, it kind of like when I was younger, it was like really just Christmas Day. But then, you know, over the years, it's it's like the whole month is really like a ton it starts parties, at Thanksgiving, but... really. And then exactly. It, yeah. Yes. And it just kind of keeps going. Mm-hmm. And for me, during the month of December, I had to, you know, there was a certain amount of allowing myself to enjoy those activities and um, not having guilt and partaking in all of that stuff, but also making sure that the devil wasn't coming in there um, just with like apathy of like, Oh, it, nothing, none of it matters. You can just go crazy and have, you know, like have it all and then some, and, mm. um, like there's a lot of, I'm not going to go into super depth about it right now, but there's a lot of like, you know, I talk a lot about eating with grace instead of under the law, which yeah. is biblical, but it also says in the word, like, don't use grace as a license to sin. Mm-hmm. So don't just say like, Oh, I can we eat you know, I can eat all food. So that must just mean I can eat whatever I want, whenever I want. And, oh, Mm -hmm. I can just like go to town every day in December. It doesn't matter. Right. So like, we don't, I talk a lot about on my YouTube and on my Instagram about like the extremes. And so sometimes December can be one extreme. And then come January, we are so naturally pulled to feel because like all the party stop, the celebrations come to a halt. We naturally are feel inclined to go 
and switch to the opposite extreme, especially if we like physically don't feel good. Yeah. We kind of want to do whatever it takes to feel better fast as quick as possible. And sometimes when we, the, the reason I kind of started the, a series in January called embracing the new year without dieting is because sometimes when we feel like, of course that, that is, it's an, it's understandable that we would have that natural inclination, but a lot of times when we do shift to an extreme with it, it almost ends up putting us right back into this over excessive overindulgence mode because mm-hmm. we become then so restrictive. Um, yeah. And so in, in my series this month, this month, I've been talking a lot about just like exactly what um, you and I had just talked about of like, how can we eat from God's perspective or from God's way, which isn't this pull to the other side, but it's more of this, okay, what did my eating look like back in, you know, in, in fall or in summer when it's just my normal routine and I'm incorporating all foods and I Mm -hmm. have, um, like, I don't have this pull to like get it all out. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, or like, um, urge, I guess. Yeah. And, and so when we start just like eating normal, we won't feel that pull back to overindulgence. And so we kind of get off the cycle, which a lot of like, there's a lot more to that than just that one sentence I said, but mm-hmm. it's, it's good to be cognizant of like what our patterns have traditionally been. That way we can do something different this year. Yeah. So um, yeah, I'm sure with more of your questions, we'll dive into like what that, how does that actually flush out in the day to day in this month of January, but that's kind of like the land of where I was at and what I was talking about in December and in January. Am I? Yeah, I social. was going to talk like, we'll ask you like, um, because I know that I've gone through, like I've gone through phases of life where I had healthy patterns of eating and, and really relying on the Lord through that. And then I've gone through stages where I've had really unhealthy patterns and I kind of didn't understand they were unhealthy, that they were so driven by control. Um, Because a lot of times it was, uh, there was so much emotional stuff going on in my life and with health stuff that I like would look to control one area of my life and hyper control. And that for me was eating and then diet and stuff. And then if once I realized that I couldn't control that, that's when it started to spiral. And like you said, go into like overeating and and just really binge cycles and stuff. But um, I guess my question here is, what if someone listening today doesn't have a framework of how to be healthy around food? Where do they start? Like, because I feel like even me, like I can't necessarily look back to a lot of times in my life where it was a healthy. So I feel like I'm kind of starting a new path with God with this. And so what's your advice to someone that, that maybe, maybe they even started January on a super strict controlled plan. And now they're like, I don't want to do this anymore, but I don't know how to move forward with God. Like, like what's your advice there? Yeah, that great. Um, great question. So, um, I'm trying to think of like a succinct answer because there's, there's a lot in that, which is so, I I do think that that question hits a thousand percent home for a lot of women that I talk to. So I think a good starting point would be, you're right. Like you're totally right. And you're like, okay, I'm doing something completely new that I've never done before with God. I don't know what that looks like. So where do I begin? So for me, it was kind of like twofold. Um, There's, 
the first one was kind of the, um, how do I want to call it? The mental, emotional, spiritual, psychological part mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. And then the second part was like the physical part. So first let me cover like the in, I guess, I guess you could call it the internal work and then like the external work. Mm-hmm. So, and, and for me, and for some people, I think maybe the internal comes first and then the external, maybe some, for, for some people, God takes them through it synonymously at the same time. But yeah. so internally, there's a lot going on when people are like either, either chasing after dieting or chasing after, and maybe not necessarily chasing after a life of overindulgence, but they kind of end up there. Mm-hmm. But in either in either situation, at least for me, God kind of brought me to a point where he said, okay, Rian, like you're not intentionally doing this, but you're making these things your God and, and what you think you can get from them. So mm. it's control is totally one on like the dieting side mm-hmm. of okay, everything else is out of control. This is exactly like you said, this is one thing that I can't, that can bring stability, security. Some people diet to seek happiness, to seek approval, Mm -hmm. to seek, um, but just like all the things that come with that lifestyle. Right. And then on the other end, a lot of the excessive overindulgence is like maybe driven out of comfort or like there might be worry or anxiety underneath there and mm. um, just that sense of, oh, my life is out of control. Like yeah. this is also out of control too. And I feel like I'm failing at, you know, like either having it all together or I don't know what to do in a certain, certain situation. Like food is soothing. It's going to be my friend in mm-hmm. this season of life. Mm-hmm. And so after God met me and said, well, okay, Rianne, in either of these situations, I'm that person. Like Mm -hmm. I'm the person who is going to be in control of your life. Like there is, there's so many things that you can't control in life. And even through food, once you relinquish that over to me, I Mm -hmm. will help you. He's saying to me, I will help you quote unquote, figure out food. And for whatever is out of control in your life, I will help you there. Or on the opposite end, if things are out of control in life or if there's stress and anxiety and you're actually like going to food, he's, he's going to be that thing for us too. He's going to bring us the comfort and the peace. And for the longest time, I didn't like, it was hard for me to feel that that was like real because mm. I had only known my patterns prior my whole rest of my life. And so even though I didn't know the other side of the internal work, mm-hmm. um, you just like, I was like, I remember praying one time, like, okay, God, I don't even have the desire to like submit this to you or mm. I don't have the desire for you to come in and do the internal work. But I know that that is better than what I am going through now and then like he gave me the desire he gave Mm. me the desire to surrender it to him because he knows that it's for our good like it's to fill us with his peace which is real but it's like it's not an overnight thing it's like a journey that he like takes us on so Mm. that's the first side and then the second side is all the like external like kind of physical part of it for me anyways it ended up becoming this like I call it like an experimentation journey, but it was just this process that I went through with only God and I, Mm -hmm. because I had been so reliant on somebody else to give me what to eat or even the rules you make up in your head, right? Right. Of, you know, like I 
have to drink water when I'm hungry or I can't eat these foods and not and that and right. all of the rules that have stemmed from the devil and diet culture and all of that. And so I had to like strip out all of that and all of the pride, shame, fear, and apathy that was in my food decisions. And then, so God was just like, okay, Ryan, like this is going to be one giant experiment. Like mm-hmm. I actually, once I did that internal work, had space to ask myself questions of like, okay, it's me. Like it's me and God, like what foods do I like? Like what foods do I don't like? And I never had had space to ask myself those questions before because of all of the other stuff that was clouding yeah. my relationship with food. Yeah. And so then I got to know myself like so well when it came to food because, you know, I had taken out the fear and mm-hmm. I had, it, it, it's a big trust, you know, like you're, you're dethroning these things in your life Mm. and you're putting God there. And Mm -hmm. so it is, you know, in the beginning, it feels like constant communication because we eat however many, you know, however many times a day. Um, But you build you up and like he he grows you. And so then you like, he kind of like reteaches you how to eat. That's like my latest YouTube video. It's called how God retaught me how to eat. Mm -hmm. And so it's just this journey of like every single day, like, Oh, maybe somebody would call it like failing, but it's really not feeling because it's just learning. Like, mm. oh, I learned, I tried that food and I didn't really like it. Or, mm-hmm. oh, I tried to eat, or, you know, like I ate this amount and it was a little bit under eat, like I under, a little bit under eight and oh, a little bit, I overate a little bit. Like, yeah. oh, I'm just, it's all just learning. And that was never a possibility before when I had such a skewed perception mm-hmm. of what food was. Mm-hmm. And then God finally said, like, oh, food is a gift, Ryan. Like, through dieting, you feel so guilty for eating anything but, like, a vegetable. Yeah. And so, like, he said, Ryan, you can actually enjoy it because it is a gift. Yeah. And, you know, for those of us who don't have, like, allergies or sensitivities, like, all foods are a gift. But at the same time, they're not the giver. Like, you can't mm-hmm. go – you can't think food is going to – you can't enjoy food – in the way that you enjoy, like you have to enjoy it for the gift, not, I enjoy my husband, not for the ring he gave me, but because of who he is. Mm. So yeah, I love that analogy. That's so good. Yeah. And I want to just pause on one thing you said, um, you know, you were listing some things the way the enemy keeps us stuck, like fear, shame, apathy. I just want to pause on shame for a second, because that was something that I Um, was caught in a lot. And I remember messaging you and being like, why hasn't God like delivered me from this? (laughs) Like, and why have you seen it? And, but then um, it, through reading a lot of your stuff, watching your videos, I realized that um, the enemy had really kept me in a cycle of shame where if I was trying to experiment with God and see what kind of foods I could eat that would make me feel good or bad, and I messed up a little and I overate, then I would be in a cycle for days about, okay, I ate bad. Now I feel bad about myself. So now I need food to comfort me for the shame I feel. And then it would just like start all over again. It would just keep looping. (laughs) So I think like, I just want to encourage someone listening. Like there's a part of your story in here that can set you free. And for me, it was this key of shame, the cycle that I was in, you know? Yes. Yes. The devil, I honestly think it might be like one of the biggest tools that the devil uses because we don't, it, it keeps us fight. Like it keeps us fighting from yeah. God when, so like, I guess God told me and I feel like 
um, like, I feel like this was a pivotal, pivotal moment when God was like, okay, Rian, like you can experience my freedom in this area, but that doesn't make the devil not real. It doesn't make you not human. So Mm -hmm. as much as I like, don't want to, like, if I wake up and I say, I'm never going to yell at my kids ever again, like, or else I'm like, the devil will pit me in that, like, Mm -hmm. oh, you and and so it's it's a cycle so then that keeps me thinking that like and so i think the beauty of the gospel is that because of jesus not because of anything that we do but because of jesus we are righteous in god's eyes so whenever i see myself at like the devil wants us to see ourselves as people like living in sin instead of the righteous people that we are because of jesus and yes we will have moments where we sin, but the beauty of a close-knit relationship with God is that his love leads us to repentance. Mm. So you're totally right. Like if we if we overeat, it's like, oh, God's like, I'm gonna prod like I'm gonna prodigal son you right like instantaneously right back. You get right back with me. And then that's how we so easily can just like fall right back into the people that we know we are in Christ instead of staying in it, which is like the devil, I think just like gets us and Mm. like gets us with that. And then it just ends up being this, like it just continues to snowball. Yeah. Um, But it was like a big thing for me to realize that like, oh, I'm not going to wake up and never sin again. Mm -hmm. And God has forgiven us for the future sins that we do. Not that I'm going to wake up and say that's okay to do at all like I'm gonna try to stay in connection with Christ for forever but we are human and we won't Mm. experience that until we get to be in heaven with him like again that doesn't mean our sin is okay by any means and it doesn't mean we can't be freed from bondage by any means but the devil will still you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. he's he's real like Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's always going to be coming at us. And exactly. yeah, and I, exactly. one thing you write about too that I loved in your book, especially, and I, you probably have a video on this too, but um, I love that you write about um, living from victory, not for victory, like knowing that um, we've already get, been given the victory in Christ and we should live like that and not live as basically victims of the enemy's plots, which I think I was stuck there for a while. And I just felt like I'm helpless, like I'm always going to struggle with this. And then I kind of started to when I was reading a lot of the stuff that you wrote, I said, I don't want to talk like that anymore. And I don't want to own this struggle anymore. Because I do believe that God's already given me the victory, even though I don't see it yet. Like it's not totally happening yet. (laughs) In in like, I mean, it happened in that Christ did defeat the enemy. Like, and that did happen. But what I mean is externally, I was still binging on chicken wings or whatever. (laughs) Like, like, let's just be real. Like I, it wasn't looking like I was the new creation that God promised me that I was the new creation. So talk about that a little bit. Like in, did you have a period where you knew the victory was yours, but it wasn't showing yet on the outside? And, and how did you live through that? Because like, I know yes. a lot of people are feeling that right now. Like, I know God has given me the victory. I know I'm walking with him and seeking him in this, but I'm not seeing the external changes yet. Or I'm not seeing like the healthy body that I want or, or these different things. And not even that it's an idol, but it's just that it's like, this is something I desire in my life. But 
it's not happening yet, <laughs> but I do feel right. the victory on the inside. So, yes. so what, what do you have to say about that? Yes, totally. Um, yeah, it's so powerful when we kind of like shift our perspective because I do think like, I do think so much of our culture is about striving. Like, Oh, we have to win the victory. Like it starts with our action when yeah. it doesn't, it starts with our mind being renewed and our heart being transformed to, to realize that because of what Jesus did, we just claim it. Like he mm-hmm. already won it. So mm-hmm. one of the biggest things I would say the number one thing that helped me in kind of that gray mm-hmm. time where I maybe necessarily wasn't seeing like it come through yet in my actions. Um, the one thing I did, or at least like the Holy spirit helped me do is shift my perspective to, to think about what was going on in my brain as the devil's voice and not my own. Instead of me being like, Oh my gosh, this day sucks. Right. Mm-hmm. Or whatever, fill in the blank, like yeah. a really negative thought. Right. I would be like, Oh man, the devil's like really hammering today. Yeah. And I, w- I like removed the emotion mm-hmm. from like, I would get so angry either at myself because I was like having these messages, but when I put it on him, mm-hmm. uh, like I could just choose to like, I guess like let his voice play knowing that like, Oh, tomorrow is going to be like, the, the more you let him play and not react to his message, it it mutes him out of this area of our life. And so once he knows he can't get you to act or you, he can't get you to emotionally react to mm-hmm. him trying to either deceive you or discourage you or distract you and pull you down, mm-hmm. then he then starts, or like, at least for me, um, and I don't know if this is like necessarily everybody, but like, once God, once I felt like I started to see progress in this area mm-hmm. um, where God was really like doing the work and it was showing, mm-hmm. then it was kind of like, okay, like he's, he's showing me sins in a different area of my life, or I shouldn't say sins, but like deception I was believing yeah. in, a, in, in other areas of my life. And it was kind, it's kind of like a, the sanctification, excuse me, sanctification journey that we go through mm-hmm. where, oh, like. We, we now know how the devil was working in this area and we're claiming victory over him. We're saying, oh, devil, you can play all you want in the background of our, in our minds, but I'm going to choose not to, and I don't need to fight his thoughts. Like I can be doing all the normal things that I would be doing in my day. I can go about all the things as normal, knowing that like, oh yeah, he's there or, oh, he's telling me this, but if that's really like, a lie like I know the truth is like oh like I'm trying to think of a good example like sometimes if he says like um oh I can't believe like you failed at that or mm-hmm. oh like I can't believe you messed up in that it's mm-hmm. like well okay but that's like not the end of the story from for my day or that's not the end of my journey or yeah sometimes if he's telling us a lie like I'll be like is that real like oh, like that's really not true. Or like, I really don't even know if that's true. And so it's Mm. not true, right? Questioning it like in your own mind and bringing it before the Lord and saying, is this true? And most of the time it's not true. Yeah. Right, exactly. And just believing, like, I guess like, it's kind of like living in both worlds. Like if there's, if there's actual like 
feelings of sadness or anger, like Mm -hmm. honor that, right? Mm -hmm. But recognize if the devil's like wanting you to live there and, or if there's like, if I'm basing like emotions on lies, right? Then Mm -hmm. like, I can at least remind myself of the truth and kind of like live in both worlds where I say like, okay, I'm like feeling this about this situation and like, it may be like yeah. warranted, right? It's like so God's these, gonna meet you yeah. in that. Yeah. Right? It's like making space for your feelings because they're there and you can't stuff them under the rug. But also right. knowing that right. God's truth right. trumps our feelings at the end of the right. day. Like and right. so and right. and honestly what I've noticed is that no matter how low or I'm feeling or what's happening in my life eventually like God brings my feelings back to him. And so it's almost like a waiting it out period. And I liked what you said about like you hear the noise of the enemy, but you're basically turning the dial down and you're saying like, I'm just not going to listen to that right now. And I'm going to move forward in truth. And that's so powerful. Like this is powerful, not just with eating. Like this is so many areas of our lives. Like we need to be able to do this skill of like turning that dial down and listening to truth. Um, right. So I just love this. I love, I could really talk to you about all this stuff all day, but um, I know yeah. our time, we can't, we both have little ones and we're like, we can't stay on forever. But um, tell me like where people can find you, where they can watch your videos. I love watching your videos because I feel like they're very, I want to say like succinct in the fact that they're like dealing with the issue at hand in a certain amount of time. And I love that because, you know, life is crazy. And like sometimes you don't have time to watch like an hour long video, but they're so like, I love that they're like 10 minutes or whatever. And they're just, Mm -hmm. and you're dealing with stuff that I've dealt with for years. Like this is struggles I've had for years. So share where people can like find you and listen and watch. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm definitely on Instagram. So at food.fitness.andthegospel, um, I try to share all different t- kinds of reels. I try to share reels of examples of like things that you would be doing in your day. Like I mm-hmm. try to role play like uh-huh. my old life and then kind of like insight into a new, like after God, you know, transformed me, like this is how I am. Um, I try to share reels like that. Some reels are just me talking at the camera. Sometimes I share Bible verses. Sometimes I share books that are encouraging. So, mm-hmm. but um, you can look for me there. And then I, on YouTube, I do feel like um, I get a little bit more in depth and like, it's actual, like yeah. I definitely direct people that have like a very clear cut history with just all kinds of food stuff. I definitely direct them to YouTube because it's a more flushed out explanation of yeah. some of the things that God has shared with me. I, I do try to keep them around 10 minutes, sometimes yeah. less, sometimes more. Um, but weekly I, I show up there on YouTube. And so that's also food.fitness.andthegospel. And awesome. so, um, yeah, if there's, um, any questions that anybody would want me to tackle in social media or YouTube, like just DM me on Instagram and, um, it's been great to meet new people, all kinds of stories. It's just such a blessing. Um, yeah. God is, I know God is moving in so many women mostly women, but, mm. and all, you know, people in, in this way. Mm. And, um, 2024 can be, you know, just a pivotal year where we might not do things how we normally have been, Yeah, you know, 
kind of as the year goes along. It could be so. a whole different year and a year of walking with the Lord hand in hand through this. And it's right. not going to look anything like what you did before. And that's okay. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And that's what I, I guess the one thing I'll leave everybody with is like, um, sometimes it can feel like, I would just give the encouragement, like if there's like just that, that little bitty feeling of discomfort because it's something new and different, you know, Mm -hmm. like our brain is kind of meant to want to stay in that safety mode and that comfort, comfortable mode of whether Mm -hmm. you are used to being in dieting mode or whether you're used to kind of going to food when things get crazy. And so like, I just give encouragement that like, I'm going to be praying for you because Mm -hmm. the, the, the minute that you try something new, like God shows up and he does show you, start to show you little glimpses of what the other side mm. kind of like um, is like, and just mm. tr- like trust him. I know it's like, so it can be easier said than done, but find a buddy, me or Erica, find mm-hmm. a buddy to walk through it with, mm-hmm. um, at least to encourage you in your journey with God in, in a different way that isn't like the, you know, the friendships that are kind of like pulling you in into either one of those extremes and there's definitely power in in community so Mm, I love that it's a great encouragement yeah and I I saw so much fruit in that when I brought people in and I kind of admitted my struggles and was a little bit vulnerable and said I need prayer over this and yeah so definitely huge well thank you Rayanne thank you for being on today I just, Thanks for having me. I love you. I love your ministry, and I'm just grateful. Like I've seen so much fruit in my own life from just learning from you. So thank you. Yeah, and likewise, Erica, you're just such an encouragement to so many with your prayers, and it's just like thank it's you. so intimate and um, just like so sincere, and that always gives me gives me encouragement to like s- slow down. Like Aww, that's what I love um, the most about all of your, um, the presence that you have on social media. So I appreciate your friendship. I'm, I'm always happy to be on and uh, yeah, I hope, um, people can be blessed through this. Yes. Well, thank you, friends, for joining us today. If you want to reach out to Rayanne or look at any of her stuff, I will put the links below. Um, And you guys have a wonderful day. 